You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, fave, subscribe, hit those notifications. Uh, leave a comment below that helps us out in the algorithm. Um, if you are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, give us a five-star review. Uh, it helps more than, you know, you guys know all this stuff already. All right. This week was a fun conversation. I really liked it. Sort of getting back to the roots a little bit. I had my 3% brother Lloyd on from the 3% man Facebook group and my man here has studied how to be a 3% man by Corey Wayne, probably more than just about anybody else. <laughs> and he's been doing it for such a long time. He's like a total natural at it. And um, he recently started offering coaching services to guys in the group specific to the book, right? If, if they're having problems with certain areas of the book, He's, he's there to help them out with it. So I wanted to have him on the podcast and talk to him about it, talk to him about his 3% journey, which we haven't done in a long time. Um, I've sort of gotten away from the Corey Wayne stuffs, uh, obviously. Uh, if you go back to the early episodes, this whole podcast was based purely on Corey Wayne. But uh, Corey Wayne, you know, earlier, or I should say maybe near the end of uh, the year last year, November, December timeframe, I took out a social media campaign to try to reach out to Corey to get him on the podcast. And, you know, it just fell on deaf ears. And one might say, well, maybe he's busy. He didn't see it or whatever. That's fine. But uh, some guys in the 3% man group actually uh, started posting comments on Corey Wayne's videos on one of Corey Wayne's videos one day. And Corey went through and deleted them all. So he sees them. He knows I exist, uh, but he's choosing to ignore me, which is fine. You know, he doesn't owe me anything. So I, since then, I sort of started steering away from his stuff so much, not giving him the, the free advertising that I'm giving him right now. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm still in the 3% Man Facebook group. It's still a good group of dudes. And it's been a while since I've chatted with one of them on the podcast um, outside of like, you know, the, the regulars that come on the show, like Luke and Benny and stuff like that. So this is a really fun conversation. I think you're going to get quite a bit out of it. Uh, Lloyd's killing it out there, man. He just posted a relationship update. He's been dating this gal for quite some time now that he met. Um, I can't remember what country uh, he was in because um, he, he moves all around the world. He goes all over the place. But uh, he's got a steady, steady gal, and he met her organically in person, uh, cold approaching, <laughs> and he applied all the tactics and everything's just working out great. So I'm going to bring you that conversation right after this. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right, joining me this week is my 3% brother from the 3% Man Facebook group, which is awesome because I haven't done a 3% journey discussion in a while. He resides in Istanbul, and he has recently decided to start offering coaching services specific to 3% Man. His name is Lloyd. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? My 3% brother from another mother. That's nice right. to see you. Hey, man, yeah, I've been wanting to get guys from the group on again, because I've gone off on this tangent where I'm like interviewing authors and and YouTubers and stuff. I'm like, I need to kind of get back to the roots a little bit. It's quite an impressive tangent. I just want, I just want to take my hat off to you, by the way, you're doing a phenomenal job. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, It's how the the podcast has grown and uh, the guests you've had on. I mean, it's just, except for one notable exception. (laughs) That shall not be named. Yeah. Who shall not be named, but, um, no, I, you, you're doing an amazing job, really. You should be very proud of yourself. Uh, I really enjoy your your uh, short little videos as well. That's really awesome. Oh, yeah, like on TikTok and stuff. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah. your videos too, where because you are you do uh, English teaching. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah your, your videos are, are really fun to watch, actually. I'm like, oh. Yeah, like, it's tough. I mean, I, I'm just amazed with your, your consistency. Like, you keep... Like, do you just do you, do you like do you batch a whole load of them and then and then kind of schedule them out or are you pumping them out quite frequently like Honest, a lot? <clears throat> honestly it's um I I film a bunch throughout the day because it's real easy to just quickly put together a one minute video you know yeah it's yeah. like it's so easy so if I get if I get inspired to say something I'll just do it real quick. Um, some days, there's some days though that I'm just like, I, I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. And then I just don't, I like, sometimes I don't post all day and, or I'll just scroll, be scrolling through TikTok and I'll, I'll find a video. I'm like, oh, I, I got, I can comment about that. <clears throat> that. It's just really spur of the moment. Um, it is amazing how with the technology now you can just put something out pretty quickly. Like when I make my uh, little English teaching videos, you know, Maybe one of my students might be having a problem with some something grammatically, and I, I'm like, I, I can make a little video about that. And it's, these reels and you know, very short or TikTok, whatever is like short and digestible, and it's quick to make, but also it's quick to consume. So it's like it's a it's a win win. I think. I think it's for me TikTok. Honestly, is like the best marketing 
mechanism out there right now because uh, you can get such a big following quickly and it's so easy to make the one minute videos, you know, uh, it's just like, it's, you can't beat it. I'm, I'm trying to grow like my Instagram and Twitter and stuff as well. And it's just, I'm, I'm, I usually watch, I'm more of an Instagram guy. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm usually watching your, your videos on, on Instagram, but I think it's the same thing that you're putting on TikTok. It's exactly right? the same. Yeah. I, I, I did, I did that because my original TikTok account got banned back in June. So I lost 30,000 followers on TikTok. And I was like, I had to rebuild from scratch. And all these people are like, oh, you should have backup accounts. You should have it. I'm like, I don't want to have, like, I feel like that's confusing when you're trying to build a brand, you know? So I'm like, I don't want to have a, you know, a backup account. So I'm going to have, I'm just going to be out on all these other platforms. And I'm going to encourage people to follow me on all the platforms in case one gets taken down, you know? I think so. if any if, if if life has taught us anything the last couple of years, it's always to have a plan B and a plan C. Yeah, because you never know, right. Yeah, let me ask you about your teaching. Are you teaching like adults, like uh, English is their second language type stuff, or are you teaching like yeah. high school? Like what? what uh, yeah, no, kids is not really my thing. I, I used to teach kids many many years ago, but uh, I quickly realized it wasn't really for me. So yeah, I teach adults. Um, uh, around the world, um, mostly most of them. All, I can't even speak now, but most of them have a high level of English. Uh, many of them are actually English teachers themselves, non-native English teachers, and hmm. uh, they still need. So even though they speak English very well, they still need some help with their grammar, uh, pronunciation, and different stuff like that. So I have this community where I, as I said, have students from all over the world. I give them, you know, frequent lessons. Uh, group lessons. I do live streams. I have a few other teachers who work with me as well, and it's a really nice community. Yeah, of, uh, of really cool, cool people, really interesting people. And the nice thing is, because they're adults, when I travel around the world, go to different countries, I can actually meet them in person as well. Oh, which is great. Yeah, that's have fun. A drink, you know? Yeah, yeah, it gives you uh, sort of a reason to go to certain places too, right? So yeah. you can be social. Yeah. Exactly, and you and when when I go because I have members from so many different countries if i go somewhere there's a good chance i have some some students there which is which is very nice you ever make it out to the western slope of colorado ah i would love to would yeah love nobody to. nobody does nobody comes here <laughs> i don't have any i don't have any students in colorado unfortunately i have i have one or two students in in the states um like immigrants uh, one is in pennsylvania i think um yeah, over the years, I've had different students who have who have you know, lived in the states or spent some time there. Actually, one of my students is a is a doctor from Mexico, mm. and he was recently doing a, a residency, if that's the word, in Ohio, um, which is quite a quite a change you can imagine from Mexico in terms of weather. But uh, sure, not, not Colorado yet. Not Colorado yet. Oh, okay, uh, I'm a big South Park fan, though. If that. <laughs> I actually uh, grew up in the in the area of uh, where South Park is based, and wow. the uh, the creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker went to my high school. So, oh my, God, that's so awesome! Yeah, yeah, that it's so it's pretty funny. A lot of the characters in the show are based off of uh, like teachers or um, you know, like in in ju- we had junior high, uh, we had a a junior high counselor named Mr. Lackey and uh, Mr. Mackey on the show is based so, off of him. Yeah. You, this is kind of 
blowing my mind right now. So you basically went, you basically went to South Park Elementary, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> this is insane. I've never mentioned this before. I know. Like I, I, I stopped watching it years ago, but when it first came out, like everyone around that area was just like, this is us. Like, this is, this is hilarious. You know, like kids cussing all the time. Like that was us. <laughs> so hold on, Mr. Lackey was Mr. Mackey. Did he, was it Mr. Merck? I can't, he's got that kind of voice, Mr. Merck. Okay. Yeah, that Good. was him. Yeah. He was, uh, this is so funny. Yeah. He, his big thing was he didn't like being called dude. So kids were calling him dude all the time. They were just like, hey, what's up, dude? And he's like, mm, not your dude, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. What's okay. yeah. my feelings, okay? <laughs> so let's, uh, let's get back on, uh, on 3%. Uh, what, what led you to first read How to Be a 3% Man? Yeah, so that is quite a trip of memory down memory lane. Um, when did you first, because I think it was more recent that you stumbled. Across yeah, you've been, some, you've been reading it for years now, right? Like, yeah, 100 yeah, years. Um, <laughs> 100, yeah, yeah, back, back with uh, Jesus. Um, uh, no, uh, 2014, 2014 was yeah. when, that's quite a while ago, right? So, I mean, yeah, what is it? I mean, it's eight years or so. Yeah. Almost, almost exactly uh, eight years ago, I guess, 2014. And so probably like a lot of guys, um, uh, went through a breakup, like devastating, un- unforeseen breakup, uh, was, was broken up with by a, uh, a lady that I was, uh, like very, you know, it was just totally out of the blue. And, uh, let me, let me ask you a question though. Cause I, I feel like a lot of times guys get broken up with and we feel like it's out of the blue, but in hindsight, you're like, Oh no, no. I in, in hindsight. I- Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's the thing, because in hindsight, when, and the, when I went through uh, Corey's book for the first time, and I'm sure you had the same experience. All the light bulbs are going off. It's like, ah, oh, I did this, I did that, I didn't do that, I said that, she said that, and it's like, oh, geez. Mm-hmm. So it was quite an experience going through the book and just realizing how I had fucked up so much. I'm allowed to swear on here. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm just very used to being very reserved as a as a as an English teacher. Sure. Uh, although this is part of the English language, uh, but yeah. So it was obviously at that time I, it was totally unforeseen and just out of the blue. And and I just remember that day very clearly. Uh, being being you know, let go of, let's say, broken mm-hmm. up with, and uh, uh, I, I I just remember it just felt like my world was like over, you know, it's like everything was like a slow car crash and, and you just, it's the worst kind of pain that you can feel without actually physically. I'm sure everybody's been through this, right? Yeah. And I think that's what you need though. Uh, That's what you need. You need that kind of horrible experience to, to make you try and search out the answers, realize, okay, look, I'm fucking up here. Uh, I need to try and figure out what what I'm what I'm doing wrong, or what I've done wrong. That's Obviously, what, at the time, I was gonna say. I don't mean to stop you there, but uh, yeah. I make these TikTok videos, and um, women notoriously comment, "Who hurt you?" and stuff. It's like, <laughs> like these these people uh, ignorantly comment that what like like first of all, you've never been hurt. Like, get get out of here. 
But second, men, I feel like need that pain or else they're not going to seek out the right answers. Otherwise, they're just going to keep doing what they've been doing this whole time and they'll keep screwing up and they'll be in their like fourth marriage going, I don't know why this isn't working. You know, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, yeah. In hindsight, it's probably like the best thing that ever happened to me that, uh, that, that pain, you know? So after that, obviously you were in the, uh, you're doing everything you shouldn't be doing <laughs> having not read the book. <laughs> so, ah, oh, geez, I can, I can only, I, I would, I would cringe even looking back. Uh, something I should add, by the way. So this was in, in Korea. I was living in Korea at the time. I get around, I move around. And this is a, a Korean lady. And um, so we had, you know, part of the problem, obviously communication is so important. Uh, at that time, my Korean level was, was, was quite low. Her English level, that was, you know, just on top of everything. But anyway, so I'm just sending, I can just, uh, obviously I don't, <laughs> luckily I don't have screenshots of any of the messages. I can just imagine the, you know, endless messages. What's, you know, please take me back. What's, what's wrong? Why, where, you know, you can imagine all that kind of sure. stuff. Right? Oh my God. And um, obviously by doing that, that's just going to lower and lower and lower. Obviously what I should have done in hindsight is just been like when she said, she, you know, she wanted to be, you know, friends break up. I'm like, okay, well, you know, if you change your mind, let me know. That, and then she, you know, probably would have uh, taken some time and then come back. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, obviously just had totally turned her off, you know. And um, one thing as well in the book, which I remember uh, really set off a light bulb was, you know, when she's mentioning a friend and there's a really nice friend that she works with, but you don't have to worry, it's just a friend. So that whole thing. So so yeah. I think she had started, started to develop feelings for a co -work. She was working in a hotel at the time. And I guess, you know, start developing feelings for her. I was obviously very weak at that time and much more, you know, I guess, you know, whatever you want to call it, feminine, whatever. And uh, so, yeah, it was just, it was horrible, obviously. And so I just scoured through the internet, YouTube, Google, mostly YouTube, I guess, and just trying to find an answer. How can I get this girl back? How can I get her back? And yeah. just watching every possible video you know all these like breakup experts and all these things and all this kind of bullshit and and one of the videos that came up was was mr waynes but he was just one of many you know he was just i was just trying trying all these different things <clears throat> nothing was working you know all these different things and then um uh i just i started to try a few things that that cory wayne had mentioned and i just started to kind of work and with this girl following, you know, what Corey teaches, I actually, I got it, I got it back in the end. I got it back. And then I was the one in the end who was like, once I got it back after a few months, I was like, oh, actually, you know, I don't think this is going to work. So it was so, for anyone who's been through that, I'm sure they can relate. It's so satisfi satisfying to have gone through that, get her back and then be the one who's like. To break up with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So that, and that took, that took a while. That took about a year and a half for that all to come to kind of to fruition. And so when that happened, I was like, geez, because I, obviously I didn't follow everything perfectly, but <laughs> most of the, uh, the main reason for that happening was following Corey's work, like just walking away, letting her get in touch. And when she got in touch, you know, making a date, kind of the seven principles can expect type type thing. 
And after that, I was like, geez, this is, this is obviously, this is, this works, this stuff works. And, and along the way before that, before getting her back, um, you know, dating other women and uh, obviously still totally heartbroken about wanting the other one back. And, uh, but, you know, trying different things, like not, you know, letting the girl come to you is one of the biggest things that I think I learned. And still, I'm sure for you as well, right? Letting her come to you and, and, and just giving her space to, it's like that whole, you know, the tennis anal- analogy kind of thing. Sure. And yeah, so that was, that was probably, that was the, the genesis of it, I guess. But, uh, and then since, you know, since then just been reading the book or listening to the book rather. Um, yeah. For the last many years and uh, it's good times. How many times have you read the book? Do you think, or have you lost count? I've lost count. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what about yourself? Cause uh, so yeah, you, it's at, at least 10, it's at least 10 times. It's at least 10. I haven't, um, you haven't made it to 15 yet. You don't, get the, <laughs> you don't get the diploma until you make it to 15. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty bad. I'm pretty, <laughs> if, you, if you were to, uh, yeah, there's no diploma for me because if you look at the amount of time that I've known of the book, so it's over 10 times. I don't know exactly. It's definitely at least 10 times, but yeah. Um, so you yeah, asked, I don't, keep, I, I don't keep count, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I'm uh, maybe I'm a little OCD that way, but I do keep, keep track of the there's some uh books that like i call it my holy trinity of dating books right and Corey's book is one of them but there's uh dating essentials for men by dr robert glover and atomic attraction and i do keep a tally of how much i've read each each of those books so Corey's book i've read 20 times um i i read that I first found it in 2020 at the beginning of the year uh, before the pandemic stuff so I had. That's amazing. So you've read it twenty times in the last two years. I've read it ten. Audio, or- audiobook just makes it so easy, though. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's seven hours. You know, I you can read I, it. I sped it. I sped it up. Uh, I sped it up to like one point two five speed or something like that. That. Yeah, there's a lot of guys in the group that do that. That speed it up. I don't. I find that I don't retain it as well if I. Speed well, it's it not up too much. Like one point two five is not too bad. It's it's because. Yeah, he does speak he speaks, slow. He speaks kind of slow. So if you put a one point two five, it's kind of it's not too bad. Maybe yeah. anything higher than that, and it would it would get a little, a little, a little bit too fast. So gotcha. Yeah. So so what happened for me, and I'll I'll make this short because this is about you more mostly. But uh, no, no, yeah. I'm really I'm really, I'm really interested to to find yeah. out you how. So so in in 2019, I had been dating this gal for uh, about four and a half years, and she was the first chick that I had met after my divorce. And, um, and like, so she, she and I, I actually broke up with her, but you, but you could tell, like, especially in hindsight that she was really trying to distance herself from me like the last month. And I felt like the guy she ended up getting with after me, she was like spending a lot of time with him. You know, she, she worked with him. Actually he worked for her and, uh, they were, she was spending a lot of time at like happy hours with like that, that crew. It was, it wasn't just by himself, but she was, you know, wanting to do that more all of a sudden. And it was just like, this is odd. Um, yeah. And then finally she was just like, yeah, look, you know, you, at that time I was going down to her house every other week and like staying down with her. And she was like, yeah, this isn't working for me anymore. So you just go back to your house. And I'm like, what? Like, 
So anyway, like I was such a needy little bitch that I was like, look, I, I need more of your time than this. So this isn't going to work for me. So I broke up with her and I was like, you know, really, you know, emotional about it and like mad and angry and stuff. Um, so you bro- broke up in, a, in kind of like a hissy fit. Basically. Yeah. It was a big blowout yeah. fight. And I was like, we're done, you know, and, and she, she was kind of, she was kind of steering you towards the breakup. She was, so that she didn't, so that she didn't have to take the blame. Yep. It's what she wanted, but then. Exactly. You, you, yeah. yeah. So now, now this is where, where I, I, a lot of the guys in the 3% man group find Corey because they're trying to get an ex back. I was not necessarily trying to get her back. Um, what I found was, so after my divorce, this, my divorce was in 2014. Um, I was like 50 pounds overweight and I just, I hadn't dated in 15 years and I was just struggling. Right. So when I found this chick, this, I finally met this gal about 11 months after the divorce was finalized. Oh, no, no. This was, uh, no, this was 2013 when I met her. This was at the end of the year. And we were still going through the divorce process. So uh, 11 months after the separation is when I met her. And she was the first chick that was just like super high interest, want, basically wanted to bang on the first date. Um, but I was like, uh, you know, we're not going to bang on the first date. <laughs> so you, you, hold on, you were the one with the with the morals here like right 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 yeah and so uh we ended up hooking up on the second day <laughs> obviously how it usually goes yeah, yeah so but so that but because like she was like the first chick i had slept with since hold on, why, so, I, why, why were you not keen on the first date when when she was I just, I felt like it was, uh, it was too much, you know, like it, it, this is before I, like, I learned any of this stuff. Right. I'm just like, Oh, whoa, whoa. like, Whoa, no, we need to slow this down. And, uh, yeah, it was sad, but, but yeah. So we waited till the second date and she was the first chick that I had slept with since my wife. And like, my wife was the only person I had slept with in like the, the, the whole 15 years I knew her. So it was just like, I was just like in love. What's that? How long were you married? How long were you married for? Uh, We were married for 14 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was, uh, it was worth it though. The the divorce was good. So it's funny because like after my divorce, like I I did not want my, my ex-wife back. Like I don't like that woman. Right. Uh, But this chick, like I, I immediately fall in love with this chick. Uh, I did not ever want to get married again. But near the end of that four and a half years, I was like, I could do this. I could marry this chick. I like really like wanted to marry this chick. I'm glad I didn't though, you know? And I feel like that's something that she sort of wanted and was realizing that, you know, she was wasting her life that. And I was a needy bitch and stuff, you know? Um, So anyway, all that aside, we, we break up and now because like uh, a, a year and a half after I met this chick, I started eating right and, and losing weight. And I got like real trim. I got down to like 175 pounds and stuff. I was like all ripped. And, and so when we broke up, I was a lot thinner uh, than I was when I got divorced. And so going back on the dating circuit that time, I was like getting dates. I was like, oh man, yeah, this is easy. And so I was getting dates. I was uh, hooking up with chicks but I couldn't keep them longer. Couldn't keep them around more than like the third date. So that by itself, you know, like, okay, two of the the biggest relationships I've ever had have failed and I can't keep any of these chicks longer than two or three dates. What the fuck am I doing wrong? 
And so and these, one, these ones from the two or three dates, I'm guessing you like them. You like them more. Oh, yeah. So yeah. And I, and I was one itis on each one of them. Make, yeah. Sorry? I said I was one itis on each one of these chicks, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So you probably were over pursuing. You were you were just doing the little things that you wouldn't do with girls that you didn't care as much about. Right. Right. And so. Yeah. So anyway, like 2019 uh, is ending and I'm like, this is the worst year ever. But one of the blessings of dating that chick for four and a half years is that she got me into audiobooks. And so I was like, you know, I bet you there's some audiobooks I could listen to, you know, to maybe figure out more about women. So I started listening to stuff like the, the love languages and, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I, I, I listened to the, the, um, the system by doc love, which is where Corey gets the whole idea of 3% man. And somehow I find Corey's work on, on YouTube. And I noticed that, that he's talking about three being 3%. And I'm like, Oh, he must've read that doc love book. I noticed that he had a book himself. So that's where I found Corey's book. And I, but I liked how Corey put it together better than the way doc love. I did not like doc loves book. Are they very, are the concepts very similar though? Oh yeah. Doc love, right? Yeah. Very. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to say plagiarizing. That's a pretty strong word, but it's, it's the same shit. So <laughs> one of the one of the one of the vocabulary words in my lesson today with my students was defamation. So <laughs> right, right, right. I, that's why I, I'm not saying that. Got to tread carefully. It's not. It's not word for word. Corey's Corey's uh, book is definitely different. He, he. I like how he phrases the the concepts better, and he also get, puts in sprinkles in stories about his own life. So. It's not plagiarism. You know, you can't. You can't. Nice, even... nice, mug, nice mug, by the way. Yeah, you like that? I am a part I like of three percent. Yeah, I am. A, I am in the three percent yeah. club. Yeah, this is yeah. what you get when you read the book twenty. Just kidding, Corey doesn't give a shit. So <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't read twenty times yet. I'm just going to be boring, <laughs> boring, plain glass. But I think with with the book, um, he, he everything is very digestible. I think that's what mm -hmm. I like. It's, it's very clear. It gives you clear instructions. It's not kind of ambiguous. It, yeah. it, it lays out the, the blueprint or whatever very clearly. And the more you listen to it, I'm sure like after 20 times, you, 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 you know, you almost know, not word for word, but you know what sentence is coming next often. Then. Yeah. And, and, and then when, you're out, when you're out in the real world, you can just, you know, instantly um, put these things into action, which I love. And, and you, or you can predict things. Yep. Whereas yep. before, before reading Corey's book, you're just like wandering around, just kind of as a hopeless, um, whatever you know, puppy dog. Yeah. And, uh, it's ni it's nice to have have the power back and and this knowledge that obviously most guys don't know this stuff, and that's the thing. So I feel, I'm sure you feel the same as well. I just feel so. Uh, I I often feel very yeah very grateful for 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 having had that experience for finding the book. For hitting that you know that low point and then getting into the three uh, percent well because otherwise you would you're so far ahead of other guys just by knowing these basic things right yeah i i agree and that's why um <laughs> even though i'm like you know i'm still clearly uh a, a little butthurt that like Corey himself like won't uh come on the show but i still recommend his book because his book, out of all the books I've read, really does the best job of running the gamut between meeting women, building attraction, dating them, and then being in a long-term relationship. Yeah. 
uh, it, like a lot of the book, like Dating Essentials for Men is an outstanding book when you're, it comes to dating, but it really ends once you meet a chick and, and start a relationship. Like that's where it ends. And it's like, well, what do I do to keep her around? Like Corey's stuff that's, is that's, that's more so, helpful that way. That's so important. I mean, if I look at the, you know, the relationships I've had since, since um, you know, uh, finding Corey's work, the nice relationships, uh, it's, it, it is knowing that relationship stuff is so, is so important, you know, knowing the kind of the, the, the delicate balance of, you know, letting her come to you, but not being, you know, so much of a cold fish, but not being overly in, you know, you know, yeah. drooling over, and, and kind of seeing when you're messing up and like that whole thing is very important. But if you're only focused on the dating part, okay, you'll get, you'll get laid or whatever, but she's gonna, she's gonna, you know, maybe not stick around for so long if you're not, if you're not doing those things right. So it is definitely important to, to not just focus on that stage, but the whole, the whole thing, the whole, the whole process. Yeah. Unless, unless your goal is to just hook up with chicks and, yeah. and leave yeah, them, then, sure. then yeah. you, you don't well, need all but, that, but. Right. But you never know, you never know, you might be doing that. And then along the, along that journey, you might really find someone that you, that you, that you like. And, uh, and then you, you might fuck it up because, because yeah. you didn't pay attention to the other. The There's part. a lot of guys in the group that will read the book. Maybe they've even read it multiple times. They'll find the girl of their dreams and then they stop reading the book and then they yeah. fall back into old habits. Yeah. And then, you know, she loses attraction because you're, you're, he's not being attractive anymore. And they find themselves back in the group and you're like, why did you stop reading the book, buddy? You should have kept reading the book. <laughs> yeah, that is no, <clears throat> that is definitely a, um, an important thing. I think, yeah. And also I know you said you're not such a fan of his videos, but I think watching the videos as well can be a nice sup supplement, supplement to that as well. I like his, uh, his older videos, um, but his newer stuff where, <laughs> where he has like uh, women on and he's like, bouncing ideas off of women uh the only reason why i don't like that is because specifically in the book he says don't ask women for advice about women and it's like mm, why do you have women on your show though like see i don't I, I i occasionally have women on my show you know uh so it's like i can't really maybe i can't point the finger too much at that but it's not like i'm asking the women necessarily their advice except for one time i did have morgan on with luke and we were talking about uh, dating profiles, but I, and I kind of wanted to see like, well, Morgan, why are you swiping right on certain guys' pictures than other pictures and stuff? But I feel like a lot of the, the concepts that she threw out, I don't agree with, you know? <laughs> so it's like, whatever. I don't know. Well, it's, it's good to, you know, it's good to be open to different perspectives and stuff. I think with, with Corey having these, uh, these girls on, he, I, I even saw he talked cause he has these videos, like his daily videos, which are the, the, the meat and potatoes, the main ones, right? They get the, most yeah. of the views. And there's these other ones which are not as popular where he has these girls on and stuff. I did see him talk about that in one of his main videos. And he did say he was talking about that and how when he talked to the ladies on there, it actually goes to prove that you should not get advice about women. Uh -huh. So uh, like I was, I was watching his latest one earlier where he was talking to, uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. It was pretty long, but... Uh, he was talking to a couple of girls about uh, uh, when when do you have when do you have sex for the first time with a with a guy, 
and uh the one girl was saying oh you know i i make them i make them wait you know and obviously Corey says usually the second or third date on average right and she's right. like oh, i'll make them wait and and Corey says something like okay how, um how long was oh yeah oh, a week and so, okay so how many dates was that oh probably like second or third date <laughs> right, right. yeah so what women what women say and so so that podcast i think that's what he's kind of trying to do is kind of it's good to obviously see what 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 women think about things because they are you know yeah what we're ultimately trying to understand but also he does kind of show that what you know what women say what they do he kind of reveals that sometimes in these conversations just by sitting back and just mm -hmm. asking them questions so that can be kind of interesting but That's, yeah it's that not, can be helpful yeah for sure yeah but i i don't really watch those ones that much i just watch like the main the main ones where he has like people email in and answers yeah. their questions because i think he he usually does a very good job of uh dissecting their problems and uh and it was you know reinforce because it's, it's good to watch that and and see if you can kind of predict what his advice will be right like yeah, yeah. i i feel like the the takeaway from this not to be confused with Corey's takeaway, but the takeaway from from this conversation, though, about it is uh, when you when you listen to the women on Corey's show, really just listen to what they have to say with a grain of salt, <laughs> you know, because you yeah. you gotta you gotta watch what women do and not necessarily uh, take what they say at face value because it, it's exactly exactly, and that that is definitely, I mean, there are so many, you know, key things to, to, to remember from, from 3% man, which is why you have to read it so many times, but that is definitely one of the main ones. I think. Yeah. Uh, look at what, what a woman does and not what she says. Yeah, look definitely. Yeah. Let me ask you a, a question. Um, have you read any other dating and relationship books or, or was Corey's just the one that you focused on? I, I, I I'm more, I know you, you, you have quite a, you have your Holy Trinity and everything. I, I like, I just like reading a lot. Uh, mm. And I sort of take what's useful out of a lot of it, but really my whole dating game was based around these three books, you know, the, the, right. the Holy Trinity, but yeah. Do you, do you not get a bit confused if you're reading one and then the other one and they kind of overlap or don't correlate? No, no, I don't. Because the reason why I've, I've taken certain things out of those three books, right. Is because, uh you know, there's a lot of guys in the group too that that have read the book like a million times, but they're not getting any women because they're not going out and actually trying to practice any of this stuff. And so, what when I was reading this stuff, I was following Dr. Glover's advice, which is like treat dating like science experiment. And so, I was going out just trying bits from the books, and the things that didn't work in Corey's book. Uh, things from like atomic attraction would work. So I would write that down like, okay, I'm getting better results from this technique than I am from Corey's technique. And so I don't, I don't confuse it because like there's certain things that women will do and there's certain books that I will choose to follow the advice about. So it's like, I, I, I personally, my science is down to, you know, I know what to do uh, out of the books, but so I know I don't get confused. That is so important. Though, get actually putting the stuff into practice. It doesn't matter if you've read it 175 times. If you're not getting out of your room, if you're not going out there and actually talking to people and putting this into practice, it, it means diddly squat. So exactly, you, you you need to put it into practice as you're learning. You're gonna screw up. You're gonna make mistakes, and that's part of the process. But that's how you learn. You need to learn not through through act, through taking action and actually 
going through some embarrassing moments and situations. Oh, okay, you know, I should have done that. Or because if you're just reading the book and then you're just waiting for an opportunity, you're gonna you, these things are not gonna all be flowing nicely. You need to to practice as much as you can. Um, so yeah, you need to get out there. I do see that a lot, definitely. People yeah. just people become very kind of uh, focused on reading the book, and then oh, you know, later, later, I'll put it into you know, once I've once I've read it ten times, or once I've read it fifteen times, then I'll go out. No, you got to yeah. uh, while you're reading, maybe you read something, and then you try and put that into practice that day. Um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, a lot of guys also do the same thing where they're like, uh, you know, I'm just focusing on my career right now. I'm just focusing on my money. And, and, and once I get all my money, cause like they'll listen to maybe rich Cooper or something. And I, I love rich Cooper, but it's like rich Cooper's like, you know, um, what does he say? Like, uh, chase excellence. Don't chase women. So these guys are like, I'm just chasing my excellence right now. And women are just going to magically show up. That's not how it works. Like you still have to understand game. You have to understand the signals that women put out so that, uh, you can put yourself in a, in a position to take advantage of those, you know, of, of those signs and signals and stuff. Like you have to be able, you, they, women still want you to approach them. You know, they're not just throwing themselves at you unless you're, you know, I don't know, a movie star or something, but you're not a movie star guys. If you're listening to this, you're probably not a movie star. <laughs> well, you know, you never know. Hey, Brad Pitt, how you doing? Yeah, Brad, uh, come on the show. I, I, he's, he's single, isn't he? So he's probably, probably, you know, just like getting back in the game. Um, <laughs> Uh, I've lost my train of thought there, but so so I asked you if you had read any other books. Yeah, so so another one that I have uh, is it train of thought or trail of thought? Train of thought is the one, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, another one that I have. So I, I do focus mostly just on on three percent man. Another mm -hmm. one that I have read, which I definitely recommend, which does come into my mind from time to time, is uh, Mark Manson models. Oh yeah, I've read I've read that. That's a good book for um, there's a concept in the the red pill community of uh, be attractive. Don't be unattractive. And, mm -hmm. and, and anyway, Corey's book talks a lot about the same stuff that models talks about, but, yes, yes, yes. but that's, one of, that's one reason I like it because a yeah. lot of things do overlap quite nicely. Right. Yeah. Well, same thing with uh, dating essentials for men, Dr. Glover, they go hand in hand with 3% man very well. Um, but yeah, like Mark Manson talks a lot about, uh, was he calls it uh, neediness, you know, like he talks a lot about neediness and, and if you're acting needy, that's highly unattractive. <laughs> yes. I think he, I think the analogy he used was that um, uh, if I'm not getting mistaken, non neediness in a man is the equivalent to nice tits in a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he does say something, something like that. Like, it was something like that. Like what, what we see, when we see, you know, a woman with a nice body and everything, for women can tell because they can tell, right? The the neediness, they can they can smell it, they can sense it, mm -hmm. and if they can sense that you're not needy, um, you know, in addition to other things, you know, taking care of yourself and being as attractive as you can, but th that that neediness is such a killer. Yeah. Yeah, that concept of uh, of be attractive, don't be unattractive. Like the the don't be unattractive part is your demeanor, like how you act, and neediness is a part of that. Yeah, um, the the be attractive part is like you know, dress nice, wear clothes that fit, go to the gym and stuff like that. Yeah, um, let me ask you, uh, what was how how 
how long ago was your last read? Has it been a while or? I actually just, uh, uh, I think it was just yesterday. I just got through another one. Oh, you know, awesome. That, yeah, Perfect. Just that, that, that moment at the end. I, I don't know if you're re- listening on Audible. But Audible hopes you've enjoyed this program. Yes. Or something like that. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> feeling. You're like, yes, it's like the finish yeah. line. And when, um, and when Corey says at the end, you are now a 3% man, or you have become a 3% man. That's a uh-huh. nice one. <laughs> what was your last aha moment that you got from uh, your last read? Last aha moment. Um, I actually wrote down like a, some of the some of the key points that that uh, come to mind. You know, like the key ones that over time are so fundamental. Um, I'm not sure if there are any like real aha moments this time, but um, I think it's like matching and mirroring. Definitely, I'm not sure if it was necessarily an aha moment, but matching and mirroring is is really a big thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Do you find that as well? Matching and mirroring. Oh yeah, a- especially oh. when it, when it comes to uh, text communication. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I like to call it mirror game, but it, it's the same idea. But basically, uh, you know, a lot of guys get so so butt hurt when they send a text to a chick and it takes her like four hours to reply or whatever, and it's like stop thinking about it. Like, Oh, it took her four hours to reply. What a bitch. Think of it. Like, okay, let's play a game. <laughs> let's, let's yeah, have some yeah. fun with this. And, uh, because, because if a lot of people are like, I don't want to play games. And a lot of women are like that too. It's like, guys, take a step back. Games are fun. Like you play games well, because they're fun to play. So let's play mirror games. So if she takes four hours to reply, you take five hours to reply. You know, like, let's just play a little bit of this shit. And that also, also will show your non-neediness. Plus, it doesn't even have to be so calculated. If calculated, if you have a busy schedule, like you're doing a podcast, you're doing a different thing. Yeah. I can't be like, oh, sorry, do you mind if I just stop for a moment and reply to this? Like, no, you're doing, you're, you're genuinely busy doing things. Right. And then you get around to replying. Like I, you know, yeah. maybe after the podcast, I'll get around to replying to somebody. But I'm not gonna. You're not gonna stop what you're doing. That actually is 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 a real turnoff. If you're just available all the time, whenever she gets in contact, no, it's so it doesn't even have to be a game. It can be authentic. You're just doing stuff. You're just busy. And what I find with playing games like that, though, is it is it breaks the unattractive habits so that you can learn to just reply when you can. You know, like, yes. it, but, but a lot of people are addicted to texting. And so they're like, bing, oh, you know, they immediately have to reply. It's like, mm, don't do that, guys. It's, it's, it's super unattractive no, women and it's so subconscious bad. with women. Bad. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. You've just got to no. And, and what's, if you are going to, if you are going to look at it, I, I, this is maybe like a game, but look at the message on your phone, but don't open it. Cause once you've opened it and it's been seen that it's seen, cause now we have this technology. Right. Um, yeah. You're going to look and then it's going to obviously look like you're playing a game. If, if it's been read and then you're like, oh, I'll wait some time. Right. Yeah. And then you reply. <clears throat> yeah. You've There's be a proper way to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> There's a proper way to play the game. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's, there's often, yeah. Aha moments or like reinforcing, um, different things along the way, but definitely letting, I think letting her come to you and as soon as possible, letting her initiate the contact is such a, you want to get to that 
stage as soon as possible. Yeah. As soon as possible. And that's, that's what I found is really um, one of the keys to, to really maintain that, that desire and that long-term kind of passion in a relationship. So having, are you, are you in a LTR right now? Are you dating or, or what? I'm in a kind of something new, something okay. new, just, just starting out at the moment. Um, I'd say, you know, about, it's few, it's still very early, like a few weeks in maybe. Okay. Yeah. So, but, but, you know, in that case, um, it obviously at, at the beginning, as you do, you, you make the first moves and stuff and, you know, it takes her a bit of time to get comfortable, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it moves slowly moves to that stage where she feels more comfortable and she will naturally reach out, which is what Corey teaches, right? Yeah. That's what a woman will naturally do. She will naturally send you a good morning message or, you know, silly yeah. meme, something like that to get your attention. Yeah. One she's thing that she's thinking about you Yeah, and, and she wants to get your attention. It's not necessarily manipulative. You just need to let it happen. Yeah. Just if, if you actually, if the funny thing is I, I maybe one of the biggest uh, things that I uh, just remembered again this time. And also with my new possible relationship mm-hmm. um, is less is less is more. Yes. Yeah. Less, less is more. And just, it's funny because you can actually stress yourself out and, and do more and then actually lower her attraction, actually lower your chance of something good happening. Whereas if you just kind of sit back and just let it happen and reciprocate, you know, the idea of matching and mirroring, reciprocate when she comes to you, you're going to be so much better off. It's actually, you don't need to make it so hard for yourself. It's, it's, I, I found with doing that, is that uh, it's less stressful too. Cause a lot of guys get all up in their head. They get all anxious about it. And it's like, man, just let it happen, man. And if it doesn't happen, who cares? Like you need to kind of get to that point of if, you know, if you've done everything right um, and she is not reaching out, like, especially in the early stages, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to wait. Uh, what Corey says a week. I think that's a little bit too long, but uh, you know, I'm going to wait like four days and then I'm going to reach out again. You know, but I'm, but you got to give it, give her that time to miss you. You got to oh, give her that so, time. It's so, it's so important. It's so important. Um, like in my case, I was like, I was the, the girl I'm seeing at the moment, you know, we uh, had a really nice evening together last night and went for breakfast this morning and stuff, but you know, you need that space. You need that space. Let her go and do her thing, go and, you know, enjoy herself. And cause she's got the day off, you know, today and I've got, I'm busy doing different stuff. So, yeah. Let, let her be the her cat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let her, you know, and and for, and vice versa. Like, let us have that space. Because if you're together all the time, gets a, can get a bit boring. Let, yeah. let that kind of anticipation build. And then once you're together, and that's the key thing as well, be together in person. Yeah. Texting, as you've said in your videos, as Corey says again and again, you can do little things here and there, but the ultimate goal is to get together. That's the yeah. ultimate goal. Yeah. The phone is for setting dates, right? As Mr. Wayne says. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you can send little funny messages and stuff, but you want to have a date set. You don't want to do all this stuff and not have a date. You, it's so important. And definite dates is so, so, I mean, we, we're just going through fundamentals, but it's so important. Not like, because the, the girl I'm seeing at the moment, like, 
she uh, a couple of times she kind of gave like a I think I'll come like after this like are we gonna meet at this t- is this time good for you or not you know mm-hmm. I need to know a specific time. and yeah. it's kind of training her to to now now she's kind of getting in the mode where she knows that we should have like a fixed time she's kind of she was before she's kind of been more airy fairy and it's like you know I have other things going on as well so we need to yeah. you know I need to have an idea at least of a you know a time when we can meet and kind of yeah getting <laughs> like a not like a dog yeah. but like training the other person to, to to you know get get used to these things Go, going back to what you're saying about uh you need not only does she need space uh but you need space too like yeah, you need time apart one, one of that's one of the reasons why i really like uh dating essentials for men by dr robert glover because he goes into a whole uh thing about fusion and how when men and women get together and they want to be together all the time so they spend all like every waking moment together their personalities become fused and they both stop being the person that that attracted the other person to begin with so making sure that you give yourself healthy space uh while even while you're in a long-term relationship is important so that you don't have that fusion so that you can still be attracted to each other it's 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 really really important you know that old saying of absence makes the heart grow fonder yeah oldie but a goldie and if you if you are doing different things you have things to talk about when you actually meet you'll have funny little anecdotes oh i this happened to me that happened if you're split if you're together all the time it's like oh this happened oh yeah you were there um you know, yeah. so, or you, you text each other all day long about everything what you're were you, doing what were you doing like, today oh i was i was texting you yeah, yeah. so absence is is super important and I, I also as well as um you know when you are in the uh, early early stages with someone uh, before you do start to get more serious, you know, multi, uh, dating uh, several women or, or at, at, the, at the time, at a time is so, it really, it really is important. I think that was something that bef- maybe before finding 3% men many years ago, I kind of maybe thought maybe in my, in my mind, I was thinking it was like cheating or something like that, or it's like immoral, but I, no, it's, it's until, you know, the other person has has said that they want something more serious. You know, it's fair game because they're probably doing something similar. So, mm-hmm. and it just and it keeps that abundance mindset as well. Yeah, it's so fun. It's so important because if you put all your eggs in one basket, you are gonna have a two hundred percent higher chance of fucking up. Yeah. So it's so important to to because then if that maybe there are several girls dating, there's one that you like more, but you know you have these other options if this one doesn't go through. And so you're not going to be over pursuing that one that you really like. It's so, so, so important. That that was a concept that I I struggled with at first because I was always that guy that like, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly date more than one woman at a time. Like that would be way too difficult to juggle all that. It's so hard to remember their names and stuff. And it is re- hard to remember your name. So you don't use their names. Just <laughs> don't say their names. I don't have some of the names. The names is okay. It's the, like, the thing you can with, know their name, but in the conversation, like I, I never use their names. Like it's oh, geez. It's oh, just no, that no. way I don't they, accidentally call them something that you know I shouldn't. And no, the it, problem is the problem is if you're not sure if you've told the same story before to the, that person. Yeah, like, that's I'm sure if I've told you this one before, but um, you know, <laughs> right? That happens too. But but still, it, it really is though. It, it really makes dating so much easier because a lot of the reason why guys hate dating is they put all their eggs in the one basket. And when like the, that one or two dates like fizzles out, they've put so much investment in that one person. That, and then now they got to start over again. They're like, ah, this sucks. Like dating sucks. 
it doesn't suck if you're dating three to three or four women at once and one one you know blows you off or whatever. Who cares? You still have these other three women, you know, that I are awesome. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> I say yeah, three or four is probably a good number. Because yeah. two kind of at them, you lose one, then you're kind of at them, you know. Mercy of the other, yeah. So you want to have three or four, and then from those, maybe one will will get, you know, more serious. I think that's a, uh, you know, easier said than done. But it, I think three or four, more than that, it gets tricky. Like then, and it gets expensive. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why. Yeah, four is four is my max. It, it always was. So, uh, so we're almost at an hour here. Uh, how are you good? Are you good on time? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm, Let me finished. Just, I'm finished for the day. Yeah. Let me, uh, just, I have two questions for you then. Uh, so based on your experience on the 3% path, what kind of advice would you give someone just starting out? I would say <laughs> less is more. Less is more. Um, definitely be aware of things like double texting. That's something that can very easily happen. Mm-hmm. Let her respond to you. Give her time, as we talked about before. Let the girl respond to you. If you send her a message, don't you don't get a reply. Don't send another one. It's one of the most needy things you can do. Yeah, and it's going to be an attraction killer. So really, just less is more. Just have other things going on, and um, try to. Something we didn't really talk about, which is super, super important, is um, emotional centeredness. Being in control of your emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, so, it's so important. It's so fundamental. And that's probably one of the things that I struggled with at first. I think it's an, on, it's an ongoing thing. But mm-hmm. um, uh, when with the, the original uh, girl that I was with, we... we partly because of language differences, but we argued a lot, mm-hmm. argued a lot. And that in hindsight, I didn't know at the time, but in hindsight, that was one of the reasons for her uh, lowering attraction. So not arguing with women because you're not going to win. Right. A lot of guys will get into, they'll be saying, Oh, I always fight with my girlfriend and we always argue and stuff. It's not, you just need to cut that out. Yeah, you end up you end up fighting with women because you're getting emotional, which yes. is an unattractive trait because that's what women do, and women don't want to date other women. You need to be the calm. You <laughs> need to lesbians. Be... Shout out. <laughs> what was that again? Sorry. I said women don't want to date other women unless they're lesbians. Shout, Shout out, out to lesbians. lesbians. Yeah. Shout out to lesbians. Yeah, I think I saw that one of your videos. <laughs> Shout out to the lesbians. At that from yeah. some other podcasts, I thought it was hilarious. So I always say it now. Got to give it, give that shout out. Shout out to the lesbians. But it's so important being that, um, like being as confident and self-assured in yourself as possible and making yourself, uh, again, if we're talking to this hypothetical new person, not to overwhelm them, mm-hmm. but being the most attractive person of, uh, as you can be. Because another, you know, line from the book or whatever you um, you attract, I can't think of the line, but <laughs> you need to attract, you attract what you, you are as attractive as what you attract. I can't even think of the sentence. But you, you make basically yourself, attract what you are, yeah. Attract what you are. So if you feel good about yourself, if you're dressing nicely, you're, you're taking care of your body, all these things, you are going to, to attract someone similar. 
But if you don't really care, if you're kind of negative and uh, not taking care of yourself, not caring about what you wear, you're not going, and then you still feel like you are entitled to this 10 out of 10 knockout. Who is who is making the effort to, you know, take care of herself, uh, uh, exercise-wise, um, clothes and makeup wise why is she making all the effort and you 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 think you have some divine right mm -hmm. to to uh to be with this girl when she has so many options make yourself the the best option you can be yeah right yeah. so that's 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 something i think people <coughs> don't think about is being the best version of yourself putting it out there and also as well just accepting that most girls are not going to like you that's okay mm -hmm. That's something that I think also I didn't really, it took a little while to, to grasp that concept. It's a numbers game. So you, you go to someone, don't, don't take it personally if she doesn't like you, because you know from experience as you go over, as you go through this, you know there are some girls out there who will absolutely be crazy about you. You know yeah. that from your experience. And the more reference points you build up in your mind about that, the more confidence, confident you become. And the less you kind of care about the rejection because you're like, okay, yeah, it's just, you know, it's nothing personal. It's yeah. like if you're not inter interested in a girl, it doesn't mean someone else wouldn't really it Isn't like going to be interested in her. Yeah. I, I always looked at it like, I mean, you really have to get to the mindset of, well, it's her loss, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Not like I lost out. <laughs> I didn't lose out. She lost out. And um, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but keeping that momentum as well, you, you need to, it's like one of, like, as you said, keep keep on reading the book because you don't want to just think, okay, I've got it now. You need to, because your, your brain needs to keep being reminded about these little things. Yeah. Little things. Yeah. Uh, One thing I realized is, I mean, I didn't get into this stuff until like I was almost 40. And yep. it's like, I've had, I have 40 years of programming that I'm trying to undo. And I can't just read a book 10 to 15 times and think that it's unprogrammed. It's like, no, no. Yep. no. Like I, I, I will fall back into the old yep. 40 years of programming if I don't keep practicing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, some from, you, you might have a bad day and then you might feel like the, you know, one of these previous tendencies, like sneaking up on you and you have to like, just like, no, no, bad, <laughs> bad Lord, bad Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So. I, and that happens to me too. I've been dating a nurse chick coming up on a year now. And Shout out to nurse chick. What's that? Oh, congrats. Yeah, yeah, shout out to nurse. Yeah. And the she, lesbian. <laughs> nurse chick is, uh, she's just, uh, she puts in so much investment and effort, like more than any woman I've ever dated. It's like, it's insane. Uh, so I'm just like, this is great. But one thing that like I find myself doing. Is, is, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but once, once the thing is, and Corey yeah. talks about this in his videos quite often. Once you have, had that level of investment from someone else yeah, and yeah. someone who's so, you know, in their feminine and giving to you. And, you know, the, it's, it's hard to then accept less than that. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to then in your next relationship, be with a girl who doesn't, isn't as giving, you know, cause you, you kind of spoil yourself. Right. Right. And it would be better to be single and mingling until you find someone who is as giving as that person. So yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, but one thing like I'll find myself doing is sometimes I'll just like, I want to send uh, like a needy type text and I'm like, Oh, well, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. You know? And I, and I just have to tell myself like, no, no, you don't need to text right now. Just I had, that, I had that a couple of weeks ago. I had, I, I, 
And what I, what I recommend you do do, to yeah. do do, yeah. <laughs> maybe to stop that, is if you feel like these needy tendencies, write it out in a notepad. Don't send, don't write it out in on WhatsApp or whatever thing you're using or Facebook. Write it out yeah. in a note. Like, put your phone away. Look at it later when you are in a uh, more clear, uh, clear mind. Yeah. And yeah. look at it and think. Does this make me look more attractive? Does this make me look like a needy bitch? And often it's going to be the latter. And I had that <laughs> yeah. experience a few weeks ago. Like, yeah, I just, it, it doesn't happen very often, but I had that, like, I wrote down this this thing. It was kind of semi-needy and I was like, no. And I, ne and I never sent that message in the end. And, and thank goodness I didn't, you know, yeah. because yeah. things worked out well by not. So that's an example of not doing something. The illusion of action. The right. illusion of action is a big one. By not, by, you think, oh, I need to do something to fix this. Where, whereas often not doing anything is going to be a much better option. Yeah, definitely. That, that's actually a really good tip. Write it down on a piece of paper or something like that. I, I what I end up doing is um, I, I got to the habit of like really thinking before sending something and, and just going, like, like you said, does this, will this do anything to boost attraction? And if the answer is probably not, then I just, just, I just don't send it. You know, I'm like, I don't like, is this going to nudge anything further? Like, am I going to get laid because of this? If the answer is <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I don't need to send it then. You know, yeah. I, I, I can talk to her in person. Let me ask you yeah. uh, one, one last question here and then we can wrap up. Um, and I haven't asked this in a long time because I haven't had a lot of 3% guys on, uh, but what does being a 3% man mean to you? Well, the thing is, it's, um, it's not only, and obviously we're talking mostly about dating and stuff here, but but it really, it, and I and I can see the same with you, like how you have started up your own podcast, your own TikTok and Instagram. You've become, you know, more ambitious, you know, in in terms of what you're putting out into the world and more motivated. And I found the same for me as well. I mean, it's no coincidence that um, you know, as I was kind of going on the three percent journey, I decided to you know uh stop working for other people start working for myself building up my own uh brand um my own business and you know kind of living life on my own terms and that whole thing is it's all connected with that stepping out of your comfort zone and and doing things that other people maybe are too timid or afraid to do like not not many people are gonna you know put themselves out there in videos and whatever. And I think definitely a big part of that is, 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 is the starting the whole 3% journey is it, cause it does as, as Corey says in the book, it will spill over into other parts of your life. Mm -hmm. So not only your relationship, that's just, that's just kind of the, um, the tipping point, I guess, you know, it's just kind of the, the thing that gets, gets things started, mm -hmm. but, it will spill over into your into your business, into your friendships, into your the way you see yourself and the world and your ambitions, and so it really all comes together. I think. Yeah, that I agree with that so much. It's like it's so funny when when men go on this journey to be better with women, they find that the things that make them more attractive to women is like just being a better man in general. It makes them be, and it, 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 it does spill into all areas of your life, how you interact with everybody, how you handle your emotions, like in certain situations, not just with women, uh, you start 
doing exciting things. You start, you know, building social circles, you know, you, it's, it, it is a life transforming. It's, and it's so funny because like, uh, you know, a lot of guys that, that brand themselves as like uh, red pill, Corey, I wouldn't say as red pill, but um, a lot of guys that brand themselves as red pill online, their whole, their whole platform is just bashing women and stuff. It's like, guys, if you realize though, that like you're, if you're, apply yourself to be better with women, you're just going to be a better man in general. <laughs> you know, forget the women. Like you're just going to be a better dude. It I don't know. It's so it's like you sort of need to kind of give credit to the women for that. I don't know. Or maybe not. I don't know. Whatever. I, 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 I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I know um yeah in, in my case I don't really get in, in like into the red pill stuff so much. I know you kind of dabble in it a bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I just find personally that uh, I don't know. I it whenever if I ever check out that kind of content, it kind of messes up with my mentality mentality a little bit. Yeah, because a lot a lot of it is very is quite negative and doesn't really seem to give many solutions. It just kind of and it's kind of um, yeah I stereotypical stereotypical gonna, a lot of the time as well. Yeah, I was gonna say like uh, like Rolo Tomasi, right? His uh, I mean he he even says it too though like. His his content is a praxeology. It's it's not a prescription. So he's like, this is how things are. You figure out how to deal with it. You know, yeah, that, that's all that's good and well. But I'm, I'm just you know, yeah. I, I would rather I just get you know the dog commands. Just do <laughs> sit, stay, whatever. Like tell me yeah. what to do, and I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I feel, like, I, I feel like I feel like without the prescription is not is not gonna yeah really help that much i i of agree it's good to be aware of this stuff but yeah knowing what to do is so important i agree that uh that's why that's why i always say like if you're going to read a red pill book start with rich cooper's book because he does give that praxeology stuff but he also gives you solutions like this is how you know you you make yourself more attractive you know this is how you know, you can talk to women in a way where you're you have strong frame that they'll respect and stuff you know it's like Otherwise, you're just like, okay, great, yeah, frame is everything. What the fuck does that even mean? You know. So, <laughs> so by the way, I, I really, I really, in, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, I'm done. I really enjoyed uh, the the episode you did with um, Luke and the professor recently. I definitely recommend people check that out. When yeah. you were talking about frame, that's still kind of a concept that I'm I'm getting into my own mind yeah. these days not really covered in in three percent man too much which is what uh uh you guys were saying but that definitely is yeah i mean important. Corey talks yeah. about like setting, it's important to be supposed to be centered yeah yeah like, he says setting it's important to be centered but it's like well what does that mean uh it, and i think if if you've read some of these these other concepts and then you read three percent man you can see that Corey's is essentially talking about the same thing but he yeah. doesn't he uses different words like instead of yeah. frame he says centered you know, uh, and then, yeah. And so sometimes you do have to sort of go outside of Corey to figure out yeah. what, how to get to what he was talking about. So like the, you know, how to maintain frame and stuff. That's why we did that video. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He, he does cover it, but as you say, just maybe different wording things like, uh, and you see this a lot. You see guys walking behind the woman, the woman's in the lead. That's, that's like, Okay, you haven't read the book. I've got you can you can tell because I make kind of a point of that. Um, not even, I mean, it's just automatic now. If I'm if I'm on a date with a girl, like I'll make sure that uh, 
I'm at least next to her or, or, or leading the way mm. because you need to be the one setting the tone and leading. Otherwise it's. Yeah. I think uh, a, a sexy thing that chicks like they don't even realize it's sexy until you do it to them is uh, grab their hand and lead them through a, a, a restaurant or a bar or something oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. They're oh, yes. like, and they're dragging behind. They're just like, Oh, this is so fucking attractive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's-, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Cause they want, they want to be, they want to be, uh, you know, <clears throat> they want to feel safe and comfortable with you. They want to be, uh, sub, you know, I don't know if the word submissive or whatever, but they, yeah, they want to, the, they want to let go. They want to relax and have fun with you and, and know that you are, are, you know, confident and taking the lead and they don't want that on whatever level, they don't want that responsibility. And mm-hmm. whenever, whenever the roles reverse and the woman has to go into her masculine and she has to be the one making the plans or leading the way her attraction is going to go sharply down. Yeah. So it's very, very important to, especially yeah, if you're going into a relationship to, to maintain that, uh, obviously not like a dictator or something, but you want to be the one who's, you know, gently leading the way and showing that, you know, you're centered and, you know, you, you, you know, where things are going. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Lloyd, this is a great conversation. Uh, do you want people to find you online or no? <laughs> they can find me if they want. Uh, they can find me in the, in the 3% uh, man Facebook group. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to talk to Lloyd, Lloyd, it, it, like if you're struggling with uh, the 3% man principles, uh, Lloyd has made himself available to the 3% yeah. man community. So um, if you're just getting started and you can't answer the admin questions, uh, <laughs> just read it Maybe. again until you can and then join the group. Uh, but it's a really good group. Like I, I think I posted about it uh, in the group. You know, I think the bare minimum to get into Rich Cooper's group is like, almost like two grand a year. The 3% man Facebook group is free. And like, the, as long as you've read the book, <laughs> as long as you've read the book, I mean, yeah, you've got to have read the book. You got to be able to a- answer the questions, but once you get in there, like the, the caliber of guys in that group is just outstanding. And the stuff, the value that we give each other and the notes that we take is like a second to none. Like you won't find it anywhere else, except for if you pay two grand to go into rich Cooper's group or something, but you don't have to pay that much. Just no. read the goddamn book. <laughs> it's a, it really is fantastic. I, I, uh, yeah, hats off to you again and all the admins for for doing such a great job. I think um, since I joined your group, it's definitely helped me to to um, you know realign again with the book. I mean, I was already reading it and stuff, but just helps you to reinforce these things by you know as a teacher, you know, teaching is a great way of actually learning mm-hmm. and reinforcing. Because if you're teaching, then it's it's training your mind to remember this stuff. So. Yeah, which is why I started this podcast, honestly, just so that I can yeah. I can share notes with like, you know, like I said, I treat everything like a science experiment. So, but I could share those notes of what I'm learning, but also so I could pick the brains of other guys, have them come on the show and 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 talk to me. And then I'm like, oh, I never thought about that before, you know. Uh exactly. and then yeah, and I've luck been lucky enough to have some of the biggest names in the manosphere to come on. And, and I'm just like, Oh, this is fucking amazing right now. <laughs> is, there, is there anyone else you want to get on? Like uh, speaking of Mark, Mark, he's obviously a big dog, but uh, Mark Manson would be, he's, oh. he's kind of, he's kind of changed gear, hasn't he? He's more, yeah. he's more in, um, uh, he's got like, had, had that big book, uh, subtle art of not giving not a giving fuck. Him. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I don't follow him on, uh, 
like YouTube. I know he's got a big YouTube following. Um, I did read models. I thought it was a great book, but, and I, but I, I I've read subtle art, not giving a fuck. They're totally different. Um, yeah, one thing yeah. that uh, when I had Rolo on, uh, Rolo told me was, he's like, yeah, uh, the guy's totally changed since he got married though. You know? So his, like his models days is totally like, is totally he, different. He doesn't really, yeah. I, I follow him from time to time. Uh, Mark Manson, he, he's more about that kind of, uh, life, uh, I don't know, like life coaching type. Yeah. But which I mean, is awesome. Which is, yeah. which is awesome, but he, he has, I don't think he's really focused so much on, he does talk about relationships sometimes, but not in that same kind of way. Yeah. Um, but he but really I, does I, good stuff. In that, in that I would book. love to have him on though. I mean, like I, I, I yeah. want to talk to everybody. Um, I'd like to talk to coach Greg Adams sometime. That'd be cool. Yeah. I just, wow. I, I like talking to and getting other people's perspectives, right? Like I, I had this guy on, um, in fact, by the time this video drops, uh, I had this guy on named Brooke Hazen who wrote a book on sexual dysfunction. Um, and his, his whole philosophy is all like semen retention and, you know, yoga and meditation and, and all this, and he's vegan and stuff. And I'm and it, like all this stuff that I'm not, and I'm just like, but it was a fascinating conversation, you know, I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Maybe it'll help some guys out, but, uh, all right, brother, I will give you the rest of your day back. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Lloyd. Thanks for taking the time to meet with me. I really appreciate it. Uh, great conversation, man. Great conversation. You're a really good friend. You're welcome back anytime. And, um, man, you guys have heard the story. Like I get a lot of people on TikTok uh, asking me about the story of how I got into this space. So you heard it in this episode, guys. Um, I've said it in multiple episodes, but you heard it again in this episode. Um, but yeah, man, great conversation. Hope to see you back, Lloyd. And you guys out there, we'll catch you next week. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.